What is up, you guys? Welcome back to episode three of Talking with T. Um, today we're gonna spill all the juicy secrets and tips of self care, um, and that's just because I really do find self care to be one of the most important things in my life, and I think it's important for a lot of people, especially as um, it. Unfortunately, it's sad that it's becoming a trend. But it is a huge trend that we prioritize ourselves and our mental health and and how we take care of ourselves. Um, It's more so a big trend post-breakup sessions, and that's okay. I mean, it happened for me too. It took me being out of my relationship to prioritize myself and and really practice self-care habits. So I just want to share my tips on that. And I'm um, just, especially now that I'm in a relationship as well, how I, I balance the self-care because I do think that even though I'm with someone, I still come first um, because I can't be who I am or, you know, I can't be me if I don't take care of myself and I can't pour into my relationship. I can't pour into my role as a mom or my role at work. Or my role as a girlfriend and as a decent human being if I don't pour into me. So I just always prioritize my health and uh, my mental health and just overall my health in general. But um, it's just super important to me. So um, let's just let's get into it. But before we do, I do want to talk about last week's episode where I added that community feature for us to be able to engage during the podcast episodes. And so last week, I did have an audience listener, shout out to you girl, because you know who you are, um, comment on my question. And she actually didn't respond directly to the question. She actually proposed a whole new question, and it shifted my perspective on this topic in particular. Um, But she asked if we thought whether women were squirters or creamers. And, you know, I really never thought about that because I just always think women, us women are naturally invincible and we can do whatever the fuck we want. So, um, but it did make make me wonder because I'm not able to do both. I know for sure me, and sorry if it's TMI, but that's what this podcast is for. Um, I'm a creamer. I I have done my heavy research. I've had so many conversations with other girlfriends and other women about squirting. And the common trend is you have to be dumb, relaxed, and super comfortable. And I can think of two sessions, you know, sex sessions, where I've been extremely relaxed and just really comfortable and wasn't able to climax as a squirt. I just, but I could tell physically, I could feel myself just being super wet. So I'm, I'm assuming I'm a creamer. I'm not, I'm not a squirter and that's okay. Uh, I, I get that same sens- sensation, like I have to take a piss. It's just, I don't squirt it. It just becomes really nice and creamy. And so that's okay. I'm cool with that. Um, so I kind of want to know what your opinions are. Um, and if you feel like sharing, um, your, whether that's your, pers- your personal opinion or your experiences in, in the bedroom or wherever you get down, then definitely do comment and share. I'll make sure to post that feature again. And I promise I will learn the correct terminology so I don't sound as silly. Um, 
but yeah, make sure to participate, you guys. It's fun to hear you guys talk about stuff or share your thoughts on things, especially on Instagram. I get so many DMs and comments on things uh, from you guys on my stories or my posts. Like you guys will like personally DM me, and I love love hearing your opinions on what I've talked about and whatnot. So definitely don't hesitate to do that here on Spotify and soon to be Apple, which is going to be this week. So episode four will be available. Well, all the episodes should be available on Apple by next week. So fingers crossed, y'all. Um, but yeah, let's grab our drinks. Um, if, if you are drinking tonight, be safe. Make sure you're at home. If not, um, and you're having tea or coffee or even just water, that's okay. I'm going to take a sip of my cocktail. I like to keep it simple. Um, your girl's just having cranberry juice and vodka. Very basic, I know. Um, but I like simple drinks that'll do the job. And this gal is doing the job. So let's jump into it. I do want to give you guys a heads up. You may hear my children in the background. Um, you know, part of balance is just being able to juggle everything. And as a single mom, you know, I am juggling my kids tonight, so you will hear them outside these thin, thin walls, and that's okay. At some point, I'm manifesting that I will have my own record, be able to rent a recording studio, or even just create a space for, specifically for podcast recording. Um, I have a whole vision, y'all. I want to be able to do so much more um, with this podcast, like create YouTube, like an actual visual of our podcast episodes and uh aside from just the audio so I have a lot of things I want to do you know special things I want to do on Instagram as well like for live sessions and whatnot so stay tuned y'all we are definitely going to blow up I'm just taking it one one thing at a time and uh just learning to be consistent at posting here so bear with me but yeah let's get into episode three of self-care um, self-care is super important. I find it very, very important to prioritize yourself. And any of my closest girlfriends will tell you that. I preach it all day, every day. Set boundaries for yourself. Prioritize you. Take care of you. Treat yourself. And, um, you know, I think that it's just super important to be able to do that. And so what Google defines self-care is... The practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health or um, the practice of taking an active role in protecting one's own health and happiness in particular during periods of stress and I think this is definitely a common thing we definitely see the silver lining of prioritizing ourselves when we're super stressed whether that's because we left a job we either loved or hated or you know post breakup or just family issues medical issues that's when we start prioritizing that mental thought of i need to take care of me right um and i did the same thing my self-care journey did not start until after i until my relationship had ended last year and i really prioritized taking care of me and um that's okay um the whole point is that that I hope us ladies are doing or men too that we're doing on this journey is taking self-care and making sure that we're applying those habits 
even when we're in a relationship or we have the job that we want or we're doing well physically and financially and spiritually, it's just that we're still prioritizing our self-care because really if you think about it on a deeper level, what put us in the, the good, the blessings that we received, um, is that we prioritize our own health. We, be, we, we took care of ourselves to the point where now we're just embodying this good energy, this positive spirit, you know, we're strengthening our relationship with God, you know, for those of my, my, for those who are my religious listeners and, and audience members, you know, we're prioritizing that. And so my take is that we, what I like to, what I love to preach is still take care of you when, even when you receive those blessings and you're doing well in life, you shouldn't have to just prioritize yourself or it shouldn't be a, a reminder because shit happened to you. Right? Um, so part of self-care is being is going to a deeper level of self-discovery and learning who you are as an individual. And um, that's so important because as humans, we're con- consistently evolving every couple of years and um you know we're not the same person through and through from birth to afterlife we're not the same person we evolve so many times that you can't even count um and so i feel that you know i appreciate that it's important to to prioritize yourself regardless of where you are in life and um, so I want to share my thoughts on and, and tips and tricks of self-care post-breakup and while in a relationship because I'm, I'm currently in one and um, I still think it's important to prioritize me and my emotions and my mental state even when I'm in a relationship. I think for anybody, when we have a partner, we always want to make sure we're prioritizing them too and make them feel important. But if you're not taking care of yourself, how are you expecting yourself to be able to pour into that person? They're not going to get the best version of you. And even if you think they are, it's a a facade because that may not be how you're really feeling and you're just putting up this front. Um, So with that being said, post-breakup, I think, is where I had to learn to just get into self-care. Even in my relationship, I just didn't know what that meant. I had seen so many people over social media and having friends, uh, conversations with girlfriends and other moms about self-care. And I understood what they were talking about, but I never really actually put it into action for myself. And so what I did was just like, okay, well, we're starting over. We're a different person now. Uh, and I know that because I ended my relationship instead of just trying to make it work. Um, so what are we going to do? How do we figure ourselves out? And it was scary. I'm not even going to lie about that. It was very, very scary. Um, but I just took baby steps. I just did the things that I loved doing. And for me, that's shopping or window shopping. You know, shopping with my eyes. Um, eating, having coffee. I really love running errands. So doing that by myself without the kids is like for me, the highest form of self-care. So um, I just did a bunch of little things that I just really love doing, but just by myself. And man, oh man, it is a very different experience and it, it makes you crave more. Um, 
I'm, I'm used to shopping by myself or running errands by myself because even in my relationship back then, I just needed to get away. And that's just, I figured, kill two birds with one stone, get shopping done, get errands done, do it by myself when I can. And that, I always remember catching myself just feeling so revived coming home after doing shit by myself. Um, so I knew that wasn't going to be a problem for me. Um, the thing that had me a little bit nervous was actually eating out alone. Um, I remember just always thinking, man, like every time I've seen a person eat alone, I'm like, they must be really lonely, you know, or live a lonely life. And when I actually was brave enough to do it myself, I really challenged myself to do it. And it was just, I felt all kinds of anxiety just running through my system, but it turned out it was the best thing ever. I got to listen to my favorite podcast, you know, listening to music. I can enjoy my food and not have to hear what somebody else is thinking or what they feel about their food. Um, and I really just got, to, I, I got to enjoy my food and just enjoy every bite and take my time. There was no pressure to feel rushed um, or feel like, you know, you're too slow or you're too quick you know you could just go at your own pace and it was just the most peaceful thing and I found that to be so relieving and now I just I do my best to try to eat out when I can alone um so you know it's it's just a beautiful experience even just getting coffee and sitting down for like 15-20 minutes by myself whether that's just to go through what my to-do list is for the day or, you know, check in with myself and see how I'm feeling. I just enjoy doing those small things by myself because it gives me that time to, to check in with myself. And I think that's super important. You need to be able to have quiet moments to woo-saw and be like, okay, take a deep breath. This is what I'm getting into. This is what my day's gonna look like. Or even if you're, unwind- if you're um, winding down from the day, just be like, how did the day make me feel? Was there any situations that made me, uh, that put me out of character or tested, tested me, you know, it's, it's a good self-reflection time. Uh, and, and that's a whole different category in and of itself, being able to, to catch yourself. Um, so we'll dive into that another time, but you know, it's important to just start somewhere with self-care. And so as I was, just doing the things I loved, I started asking myself, well, why do I love being alone so much? And now that I am alone, what more is there that I can discover about me? And the more I spent some time by myself, you know, because I'm prioritizing my self-care, the more I started asking questions like, well, I need to start setting boundaries. I don't like how I feel when when I'm put in the situation or I don't like how I feel you know, when this happens, but I do like when I, when I do this and this makes me feel good and I feel like I, I'm in a great headspace when this happens. So it becomes a whole journey of self-discovery. And that's why I love self-care so much because it's not just about pampering yourself. It's really about getting to learn who you are. And I've learned so much through self-care. I've learned how to set boundaries with people and say no. Because uh, believe it or not, I think as people, I mean, there I know a good handful of people who are very good at saying no. Um, but for the most part, the majority, 
we have a hard time saying no. And so I love saying no. I used to be such a people pleaser and want to say yes to everybody to care, to cater to them and just be this, you know, hold up this, this version of myself that no longer fulfilled me. And that was, you know, catering to people, being a super mom, super wife, you know, fiance, um, super friend, just that, that, that go-to person. And I remember just feeling like, oh, just so tired and mentally drained afterwards. And I was asking myself, well, how did that make me feel doing that? Yeah, I felt great that I could help somebody and that they could trust me and hold me and know that they can count me. They can always depend on me. But did it do anything for me? No. At the end of the day, it didn't. So I said, I need to start saying no. Whenever somebody would ask if I want to go out, no. Do I want to do this in bed? No. My kids want to ask me to go do something? No. That's a little different. Only because I, you know, my ex and I, I think as as co-parents, we do a really good job of creating these experiences for our kids and taking them out and whatnot. And part of me wants to believe it's because we're compensating for the fact that our family just like exploded. And um, so that's why they may be a little bit extra spoiled. But I I learned to start saying no to even my kids because sometimes mommy's just not feeling it. And, and I have to ask myself, well, why am I not feeling it? What's putting me in that headspace? So set those boundaries and just fucking say no. And don't do the things you don't want to do. Um, same thing with your job. That's important where you prioritize. Like when you start prioritizing your self-care and you understand your worth, you're just like, no. I'm not going to do it. Don't feel obligated to work overtime unless you, for some reason, financially really need to. Um, You know, you're getting offered a promotion. You better make sure you understand, love yourself so much because your self-care routine is pristine that you are able to be like, well, this is what I know my worth is. Are you paying that or no? And then go find, if not, go find the opportunity that is because there are so many companies that are willing to pay you for what you are worth. Um... If it's in your relationship, don't settle. Don't ever settle. If the man's not doing, if the man or woman's not doing what it is that you have the bar set to, don't. Don't settle for that. Um, Always, always expect for more. uh, And know that you deserve that. Uh, And I've learned this in my dating experiences. Um, You know, dating men that one met my needs physically, met my needs spiritually, but then there was something, something, is it compromisable? No. Um, you know, I just would always say no. Even, even in the bedroom, like they're just hard no's for me. And you just, if I'm saying no, respect those boundaries. Um, because if, if you don't want me to do the same thing, then better believe that I don't want to do it either. And, um, you know, that's not targeted to any specific person. That's just in general. So nobody feels some kind of way. Um, but yeah, just set your boundaries and know your worth. Um, and, and trust me, when you when you prioritize and, and define what self-care means to you in your life, you just, this journey of just self-discovery of who you are as a person is, it just, you don't ever want to compromise who you've grown to be become. And so you don't settle for less. Don't ever settle for less. Um, I think 
Another good tip with self-care, aside from just getting started, is staying consistent. Schedule a date night for yourself, um, whether that's once a month, twice a month, whatever that schedule is, prioritize that. I know for me, I try to do it every weekend if I can, and if not, I just do it on the days for sure. I know I I don't have the kids, uh, and I don't have any obligations to anybody, even if I did though. Like, I'm going to make that self-care moment happen for myself. Um, You know, because honestly, I think I treat myself better than anybody will ever treat me. And that's just because I understand me. So, um, you know, it is what it is. That's life. Um, But definitely stay consistent with scheduling date night for yourself. I think my third favorite tip about self-care is... Be a freak in the sheets, okay? Prioritize masturbating. Learn learn some shit about yourself. Um, I never used to be a big fan of masturbation. I always thought it was weird and just kind of, I don't know, spiritually, I just felt like it was morally wrong. Um, but the midnight I said, fuck that. I've had so much fun. I've learned more about myself than I ever have. And honestly, sometimes I think that some of my sessions are better than when I've had sex with men. And that's freaking wild. But then again, I'm not surprised because a man can't feel what I'm feeling. I can feel what I'm feeling. And I know what works for me. And sometimes a man just can't reciprocate that, whether you communicate it or not. So... Um, definitely prioritize your sex health because when we have orgasms, then we're just a nicer person. I've noticed that for myself too. I have all kinds of energy. I actually, you know, even though if my sex life isn't always up there, nine times out of 10, I do give a fuck. But when I have sex that next day, I really give a fuck. Like I really care. So, um, prioritize your sex health. It's so important and don't care. And, and you know what? I think what's so fun. Okay. This is a little off topic, but we need to talk about masturbating more. I feel like, especially as ladies, like we have no problems talking about sex, like having sex with other people, but we don't talk enough about masturbating. It's fucking great. I always tell myself, like, I always like to share that, like when I'm having, when I'm masturbating, I like to make it a vibe. Sometimes I need it quick and dirty. But definitely light a candle, like set the mood, play your favorite music genre for me. It's like, and don't, don't, don't judge me all because it's a little nerdy, but I like classical music or like jazz and that puts me in the mood. And then, um, you know, just do your thing. Use, whether that's using your hand or a toy, like enjoy that shit. Okay. Um, you're in control of that whole situation. It's a vibe. You're you're just much happier. And I, I really do like to think I just get the best or some of my best orgasms, if not like 95% of my best orgasms are from having sex with myself. So, you know, I'm not afraid to say it out loud. I know y'all agree, you know, I'm just probably ashamed to say it, but it is what it is. Um, another important tip for self-care um and I still have yet to try this out myself too um but going to a social setting or an event alone um 
And I feel that that's sometimes important. Or even with one other person that you just like can truly be yourself with. Um, but I feel that that's important because, you know, sometimes when we're with our girlfriends, we're a different person. Um, and I feel like when we're put in sexual situations by ourselves, that challenges, that challenges you to be, to push yourself to go be social, make those new connections. Uh, and nine times out of 10 with your positive experiences, you grow from that and you feel good. And we like feeling good and feeling good goes with self-care uh, and prioritizing that. Sometimes um, you have to grow out of certain situations by doing new things and discovering new things. Um, so, so um, yeah, I want to try that one day, whether that's going to like a workout class or um, like a flower like some kind of class or if there's like an event like I follow this Vegas girls a Facebook group and I follow them on Instagram and there's so many cute like events happening and I feel like I just want to push myself to go go do it um and have fun and meet new people that's self-care sometimes you want to put yourself in a different environment and there's nothing wrong with that um but at the end of the day with self-care you want to do the things that make you happy and I know for me, my my number one thing that I just love doing for self-care is unwinding in bed with a glass of wine. Really not wine. We're going to go with a hard liquor because your girl loves hot, hard liquor. And I like turning up even though I'm winding down. So um, I'm putting on my favorite show or just like enjoying being my, in my space and listening to some good music. Um, that makes me really happy. And really staying away from my fucking phone because I've realized I prioritize being away from my phone it. I love not having to worry about what FaceTime call I've missed, what text messages I may have missed, and emails and notifications from Instagram, Facebook, social media. Like there's just no more pressure. And then when I come back on, people get the best version of me. And I feel good about that. So staying away from my phone sometimes is amazing. I have yet to learn to prioritize now my self-care and my relationship because I feel like I do feel obligated to to cater to somebody else and their feelings, uh, as anyone should. But I get so lost in that and so consumed in that that I do forget about me. So sometimes when I do, especially when I start to feel my anxiety building, and this is is new personal development for me because I've started recognizing my self-development or my personal, like just me as a person, I've started understanding myself more and that's, again, through practice of self-care. Um, sort of understanding what triggers me to feel anxious, what will trigger me to feel depressed, what will make me angry. I can, I'm, I've gotten really good at asking myself why something triggers me so much and take a step back and see how I can better respond to certain situations or what I'm not going to tolerate, what's a hard no for me. So, um, I completely lost track of where I was going with that, but you know, um, I'm still finding that balance in my relationship to be able to, um, say no a little bit more and not even saying no, but just telling myself sometimes when I can't fill up somebody else's cup because mine isn't filled and it's not my partner's job to fill my, to fill my cup. It's my job to do that. So, um, I'm definitely getting 
more comfortable with pushing myself to just be like, okay, I don't always need to be on the phone or I don't always need to feel obligated to go do, do A, B, or C, you know? So I'm still getting comfortable there. I think it's just scary sometimes because I am this more evolved version of myself walking into this new relationship. So there are things that I would have done if I were still the old me in a new in this new relationship. But now that I'm in this relationship and I'm evolved, it's just there are things I have no problem saying no to or, uh, you know, just not caring about and being okay with that because if my mental health is compa- uh, compromised, it's just not for me. Certain situations are not for me. Um, and I'm okay with stepping back and being like, okay, I don't... I don't need to get involved in that. I don't need to get my emotions tied into that. I'm not going to ask questions um, unless, you know, my partner is venting to me about it. Then, you know, that's when I feel obviously obligated to speak my mind and and cater to my my partner's needs and his emotions. But outside of that, I'm just like, "Mm, if it's not brought to me, I'm I'm not going to dive too much into it because what is that going to do for me at the end of the day? It's going to make me feel anxious. It's going to make me, it's going to bring these negative feelings more. And I'm still learning to navigate my own negative feelings and, and making, turning those into positive thoughts. So I'm still learning, um, but it's definitely a lot easier. And I mean, it helps that my partner is also in a space where he's healed from his previous relationship. So our communication is a little bit different than what I'm used to. So that makes it easier to prioritize my self-care and take care of me sometimes because I don't have to worry about certain things in certain situations. Um, But damn, we have for sure gone longer than what I expected to. I always like to keep these podcast episodes a little bit lighter just because some of my favorite podcast episodes are like an hour to like an hour and 15 minutes long and... I be getting drained. And sometimes when I'm listening to podcasts, because when I, I'm not good at multitasking y'all. So I like, if I'm doing something, I'm tuned all the way in. I'm not going to do anything else while I'm doing one task. So, um, I'll just be sitting there sometimes when I'm listening to a podcast that's over like 30, 45 minutes. I'm like, fuck, I could have been doing this, this, and this while I was listening to, th- listening to this. But if I'm listening to something that I care about that I'm, and I'm doing something else then I'm not processing that information, so, yeah. But I do want to cut this, you know, start ending it here. I hope that this self-care podcast was interesting and enough. Not even that it was interesting, but that you learned something from it. If I, if you're able to walk away with some kind of tip or some new knowledge and learn something from my episodes, then... I personally feel like I've done something good for the world. Um, that is my my accomplishment. That is my contribution to the world for now. And so um, I do appreciate all of you guys who have been supporting my podcast episodes and consistently listening in. Um, y'all are seriously, you mean the world to me. And just so you guys know, I can't see who exactly like listens to my podcast episodes. So everything's anonymous. It's just all analytics, so I see where my podcast, how my podcast is doing every episode, and where we've gone up every episode. So I'm excited to see that. Um, definitely spread the word, share. If I'm posting anything, please, please share. I do appreciate those of you who just go out of your way to even share my content. 
Um, you guys know who you are. I know who you are. You mean the world to me. And I truly, truly appreciate you for that. Um, but let's just do a quick toast. Okay, so grab your drinks if you haven't chugged it down already. Um, put it up in the air. And cheers to episode three going up. Um, and just us having another week of consistency. Um, so this weekend's goal for you do something for you this weekend whether that's dancing in your room for 15 minutes or treating yourself out to a facial or meditating and digging deeper into yourself do that for you this weekend and make that a goal and if you feel like sharing about it definitely mention uh tag me so i can see what it is that you're doing for your health uh self-care um we're gonna toast take a quick sip And I will see you guys next week at on Monday at 7 p.m. And thank you guys so much for always being supportive. I truly, truly, truly love you guys. All right. Have a good one, y'all.